0: Part of the extra points podcast that so we're cousin Sal coming to you on a Tuesday morning and the day after Labor Day. Mikey Meatballs fiddling with the knobs, baby face, Joel Solomon producing this mess and joining me as always. My wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds of degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother, Bry, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Oh, man. Well, I have to say, I hope you guys had a good Labor Day weekend. I had a nice one to start. We flew out to Idaho. My cousin Kevin got married. We came back to no air conditioning, 96 degrees. (laughs) I have no air conditioning in this house. And it's usually all right. We weather the storm or the heat as it is for two weeks. And then we promise we're going to get air conditioning and it comes in January. We're like, ah. What do we need air conditioning And this? Oh oh my God. The family was so pissed at me. Parley kid. So pissed. I had to take them out to a, like a six hour lunch, which I don't need. You can tell by looking at me. Um, I don't know how it is. Is it hot by you? You guys have air conditioning though. You're smart. I mean, we had, we had plenty of stretches of like 95 plus
1: degree weather here this summer. Mm. Uh, Yes. A C. And I know how it is South because I am probably the one person in my house who could probably survive without it there's uh-huh. i mean if we you know if we go one day i mean it's on from april to like literally october in this really? house it's ridiculous Drives and you me pay nuts. for that
0: you have to pay extra for that right yeah I, I, I
1: somehow I somehow just another thing i pay for <laughs> yeah. um
0: yeah i i, I it, it it was brutal here. I mean, I know it's bad all around the country. I don't know why we have, and our fans suck too. And every target is out of fans, and every Walmart, every everything is oh, out boy. of fans. Harry, you got? I mean, you're at what were you? You must be uh, one thirteen this weekend.
2: Yeah, it was very hot. But I've always said, I've always said to my best man Jack, I've always said your house uh-huh. definitely needs some AC. Me and Angie, we we have it at, at night still, even still, we have it at sixty eight degrees at night. <laughs> Yeah, I believe it. And that's 50 degrees
0: difference from what it is outside. All right. Uh, we, uh, so we're done with um, August, August prop culture if you hit it up. These guys give free picks every single day on extrapoints.com. We're going to have Harry
2: Bragg. Well, get it out of the way now, Harry Bragg about it. What are you doing on extrapoints.com? Let's see. Uh, 12 and three against the spread in my last 15, which includes four parlays that won. hit over the weekend. Uh, the holiday weekend went 4 and0. Oh on holiday mm-hmm. weekend and on uh, all our against all odds podcast last week when we did show, we, we gave out picks when i right. defeated. I think I went four there or five. You
0: Bri, you don't look impressed. I don't know. Cause you know, I will, I will say though, Brian, how many games did he win all of last summer? Like 17? And then he won like 12 um, in, in well, two weeks. That's pretty He was pretty like good. 11
3: and 70 something at some point in time. I don't know what he ended right. up. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> he already won more in the last two weeks than he did. Crazy. Nice, Harry. Well, by the way, did, he, did um, he did steal my gallon pick, though. doesn't count as a though. parlay. Oh, no, no no, it's no, like no, minus no, no. Minus no, no.
1: 178 on a parlay. <laughs> Not <laughs> Not like really. Really. That was Not one soccer bet.
2: One soccer bet that I had a a minus 178. Come on, Harry. Tonight's pick is the Aces (laughs) plus the two. Bryce, Storm, Sue Bird. Great career. She ends it tonight.
0: All right, look, we'll get to that. We're going to do that. We're going to do uh, college football. We're going to go over that. Some fun night games. and' eh, not so fun, but that LSU game was a pretty crazy ending. Uh, we got some baseball judges at 54. Huh? U.S. Open update. I have Berrettini left. These guys have a few. Um, he's trying to fight back here in the third set. Doesn't look too promising for me. Um, we have bed aches. I do want to remind people. August prop culture. The winner was Jared Romero. Eight out of ten. He hit the tiebreaker. He guessed exactly how many bets I would make on my twentieth anniversary, which I believe was nine. Um, Pretty pathetic by me, but anyway, he wins. Good job by you. You get a, a gold cap, the elusive gold cap, as far as Brother Brian. Do you know concerned. how many? I, how many did I have? Do, oh, anybody, I didn't even look. Uh, I didn't even look. Damn it! Um, I hope it was eight. I hope we're and then you missed the tiebreak. <laughs> if you're not first, you're last, bro. So. Yeah. yeah. ExtraPoints.com slash arcade. September prop culture is up. This is all Emmy themed. Um, how about this for a question? <laughs> Who is going to be the last shown or the latest shown on the In Memoriam? Uh, Paul Sorvino, Bob Saget, Louis Anderson, Estelle Harris, James Kahn, Vin Scully. What do you think, Parley Kid? Who gets the hammer?
1: Uh, well, look, partial to Vince Scully. So Vince Scully. Yeah.
0: I wonder if they would do something. James James Conn. James Conn, I was thinking, but is he a, as a TV personality as much as movies? I guess guess. Vegas was a thing. Yes. I I, I wonder how much they do with that. I guess so. I wonder. It's going to be interesting. Anyway, uh, I don't want to bring everyone down. It's not all about death and the September prop culture. ExtraPoints.com. Slash arcade. All right, right now it's time to deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta in this segment we hate to call bad aches.
4: When a bat makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bad egg. It's a bad ache It's a bad egg.
2: It's a bad egg.
0: I'm going to start us off. I was very fortunate with the college football. Very fortunate. Pulling wins out of my ass. A third, you know, three minutes left, fourth quarter. Overs that had no business hitting, going my, my way. My bet ache, the Washington Nationals. I bet against them three days in a row. And not only did I lose, but this 45-win team before Saturday beat me up in the three games to the tune of 20-2. to two. Two of those games against my Mets, one against the Cardinals yesterday. Patrick Corbin, 628 ERA. He beats me up. Eric Fetty, I think, five point zero eight ERA. <laughs> he crushes that. me. Keybert Ruiz, he's a 250 hitter, went five for eight over the last two games. Why did they do this? Why did they step up? Because they know I bet against them. That's the only reason. And I'm going to make them pay. I'm going to make them pay, you nationals. Is that what they're called? Did they have to change their name? They should change their name to the Sal killers three days in a row. And I'm not yeah. done with them just yet. Paulie kid, what's your betting?
1: Well, look, it's not as devastating as I think the rest of you had some really, uh, brutal, uh, beats this week. Um, college, you know, was, I did not get off to a good start in college football. Uh, really, really, uh, missed, uh, on that Oregon, uh, covering the spread against Georgia, man, that was disgusting, mm. uh, but certainly not a bed ache. um, uh, NC State jumps out to like a 21 point lead, did nothing the rest of the game, barely hung on, but they didn't cover the spread for me. That was another loss, but probably the worst loss I had is because I've been on these guys now for two years, waiting for them to really start playing good football, thinking, you know, they have just these great recruits coming in, these great transfers coming in. LSU football losing at home to Florida State, um, mediocre at best, Florida State, as far as I'm concerned. LSU had nothing going offensively for the longest of times. Uh, you know, that game had it, what an ending to that game. But 95% of that game was just a a boring, brutal game. Um, and LSU, uh, you know, and I had them on the spread, but I'm just talking about needing them to win here. Yeah. And you what a comeback. You get a break at the end, uh, where you can uh, you know, you have a second left. Uh you, you tie this game, uh, not tie it, but you go down by a point. Part of us, I'm sure all of us would thinking, do you just go for two for the win here? I actually think Brian Kelly made the right call just tying it up. I mm. think if we go into overtime here, we have all the momentum on our side. And then for this, you know, then you have an, another extra point block where any coach will tell you the guy on the edge. Usually there's two guys. You gotta You got to step in, prevent the guy from the inside coming to block it, Kind of just check the outside guy with your with your left hand to you know because he's got a much harder angle anyway at the kick. Um, very poor uh, fundamentally done by LSU, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm not surprised about. They don't they don't win. They don't even win the game. I was I needed them just to win in some cases. That doesn't even happen. Bad start for the Kelly era down there in LSU. Terrible, and they couldn't even get their star receiver going in that game. Come yeah. on, give me a break. Give and then they break. lose a guy
0: yeah. to ACL There, Yeah, there that was bad. I don't remember that many cutaways to a coach in a game. I really don't. They showed Brian <laughs> Kelly and he did. like Good 750 point. times. And, he had, and, you and know, he had the same face on him every right? time they went to him. Yeah, I, he's bummed <laughs> out. It wasn't that dance you know face. It wasn't that hype video dance face. I, though, and we and, we and
1: I guess that's so what Brian Kelly, Kelly wanted because it's it's Brian Kelly.
4: It's, yeah. it's
1: not like we're talking. He's, Brian Kelly's not Tom Landry. I mean. You know, it's Brian Kelly. He's a good coach. I mean, he's not a a national figure for crying out loud as far as I'm concerned. I wish we had Spaghetti
0: here. Spaghetti's out here. He's doing minus three right now. I want his thoughts on Brian Kelly and Notre Dame. We'll hit him up uh, tomorrow for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, at one point, I was like, wow, Notre Dame is going to outscore LSU. (laughs) LSU, a much inferior opponent than Notre Dame uh, put up. But all right, Brother Brian, what is your betting?
3: Well, Mine was game three of the Storm Aces. I can't believe, <laughs> I can't believe I lost that game. It hurt me so badly. Not only did I have the Storm to win the game, I bet a lot on them to win the game, but again, I've had, I have had them to win the championship. I gave them out. I mean, they're not done yet, although I think they're 12-1. to But up four with 11 seconds left. And then within two seconds, the Aces hit a three. It was amazing how quickly they got off a three after a timeout. Then Tina Charles... Misses both free throws. But the biggest problem I have with that, they have three people on the court who shoot 90%. I mean, Sue Bird, not a lot of free throws, 100% on the season. Jewel Lloyd uh, shooting like 95%. They get it, to, get it into Tina Charles, which she's a decent free throw shooter, but they also had so many timeouts left. That whole situation was terrible. But now, uh, so she misses both free throws. Asia Wilson comes down, drives, travels. Uh, she took about, <laughs> si- took about six steps. Uh, scores with 2.7 seconds left to take the lead. Now Sue Bird comes down. I'm, now I'm at a party at this point. So Sue Bird hits a three to take a two point lead back with 0.8 seconds left. I'm going crazy. Um, I will say I was complaining a little bit more because I thought they would they put <laughs> 1.8 seconds left on the clock, but they actually really yeah. did have 0.8 seconds left. So I can't even couldn't even complain about that. And then they give up a layup to force OT. Jackie Young scores. Now the fact that they you Know their 6'5 player out there didn't even contest, right? Uh, that layup there was pathetic. I mean, I think she would have probably easily blocked it that she and she got uh defensively was terrible there. And I also blame the storm coach, the late mm. defensive lineup she had in the game. She had Sue Bird playing de- defense and all the those last couple possessions there, which they could have put in somebody better who's de- uh, defensively. So that whole thing just really sucked. Well, I mean, I was just sucks. a 2 1 lead there. Ah, uh, I would two one. they know, not You win. shouldn't
0: be going to parties. You're going to parties prematurely. <laughs> and this is what happens. And <laughs> by that the way, don't, don't even series. get me started. Don't even get me started on Tina Charles, Miss Free Throws. She has cost my kids so many Christmas <laughs> gifts. But her and her free throws. My God. All right, Harry, finish wow. this off. We're all losers wow. except for you. you. I know you have this crazy streak going on.
2: Yep. Well, look, um. Speaking of parties, Angie and I on Saturday were going to a uh, pool party a friend of our friends of ours. So and mind you, my sharp tank pick, remember, was Texas San Antonio plus four and a half. Mm-hmm. So on Saturday, football's going and everything. I, and Caesars ha- Caesar Sportsbook has a great promotion um, in Arizona where you can put up twelve hundred and fifty bucks and you get like a free roll. If you, if you lose that bet, so you don't have that kind of money. That's <laughs> nice of I, I, that. Listen, like, Where are you getting I, that kind of money? I sent it to you. I showed you what I did. I All went right. for it. I went for it, Sal, because look, if you win, you get the money. Listen, mm-hmm. and then I'm driving and I, and I'm, I wanted to wait till the game started, see how it plays out and maybe I'll bet in game. So get to the, get to the guy's house. It's seven, seven. Uh, second quarter is about to start. And the lines three and a half. Now I said I liked four and a half on the on the uh, sharp tank, but the here's money where line is confused as hell. Well, here, out well, here's everybody. the money line at No, no, no. Money line at at plus four and a half was only plus one fifty five. But now mm-hmm. the game at the game was three and a half but the money line was plus 185 so i'm getting great value on the plus 185 on the roadrunners so i put the 1250 <laughs> bucks on the roadrunners at plus 185 on the money line they win this game i got 30 3600 bucks in my account they go bing 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 just like that two touchdowns at halftime they're up 21-7 so i'm like beautiful beautiful perfect but the guy at the guy's house it's his house. Like, I, I'm not gonna ask him to turn the TV on. There's no TV on, so I can't watch the game. So I'm watching on my phone updates. Will you turn and,
0: the Roadrunners on? I know I met you like three <laughs> weeks ago and you're nice to open your pool over, but uh, you is playing. Uh, What's what kind of
2: party is this? Yeah, you don't have that. Uh, yeah. Well, I understand. Well, just anyway, so so I'm checking. so now all of a sudden Houston comes back and like a buddy of ours from college tells me Roadrunners looking great. And then in two minutes, two, in, two minutes and 30 seconds, Houston scores two more touchdowns. said, thanks a lot, Dick. So now, <laughs> now we're tied. So all of a sudden, Houston methodically goes down the field at the end of the game, kicks a field goal with 25 seconds to go to, to take the lead 24-21. And I text you, Sal, how pissed. I'm like, that's exactly how I fucking said the game would go on Charlotte oh, Whoa, whoa. Just in case. Jesus. Ju- take Jesus. the four and a half. And just in case Houston pulls the game out late. Exactly what I said. So now I'm furious, but somehow, some way, Texas San Antonio in 25 seconds goes down and kicks a 47-yard field goal to send it to overtime. Houston gets a field goal with a first possession. So now I'm like, this is the first time I really thought I'm going to win this game. They're going to win this game. They're going to score a touchdown and win this game for me. First down, two yards, incomplete, incomplete field goal. So now I'm down. Now we got to go double overtime, Houston touchdown, two-point conversion, Two point conversion. I know I said this on the show before. Oh my God. I'm so lost. Two point lost conversion already. on my These phone. These are not supposed to take 11 minutes, Harry. For God's sakes. Two, but this is crazy. Two, it, my agree. phone says two point conversion, no good. It says no, no, two point conversion, <laughs> no good. So I'm like, okay, touchdown, two point conversion. Then all of a sudden, a minute later, it says conversion good. And then it shows <laughs> Texas San Antonio touchdown. <laughs> they get the two-point conversion, too. Now we go to triple oh, overtime. Geez. I'm sweating outside. It's 1,000 degrees outside, and I'm checking on my phone. Uh, and then there is a pool nearby, though, right? That was the whole purpose yeah, of the like, yeah, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be, you know, I'm, I'm watching my game on my phone. And then all of a oh, sudden, okay. it goes all to right. t- th- triple overtime. It's two-point <laughs> conversions only. I can't even see on my phone. It shows final, 35-35. I don't know who won. And then all of a sudden, I hit refresh, refresh, refresh. 37-35, they get their two-point conversion. <laughs> Texas-San Antonio doesn't. I lose the plus-185 money line. What I said, take the four and a half. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty great. Nice. That. Nice job, I gave Aaron. out the four and a half.
0: Nice shirt. Good job. Go take a dip in the pool. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. Let's hear the music, Mikey Meatballs. Yeah. <laughs> A bet
4: makes you sick and you make the wrong pick it's a ache. it's a betache
2: it's a bad egg. Bet
0: aches was brought oh, to you Marcus by prop swap yeah the NFL season is finally here and prop swap is the best way to avoid a bet ache this fall prop swap allows you to list your bet for sale and guarantee a win before a bet ache strikes with thousands of buyers across the country you'll always get the most amount of money for your bet on prop swap last year the average prop swapper made $500,000 a month. No, not that much. $500 a month. $500 good just by buying and selling football tickets on Prop Swap. And when you're making your bet, make sure to go for two. Make two tickets on the same team so you can sell one for profit and keep one to let it ride. Go to PropSwap.com or download the free propswap app today. Now, time for another edition of the Extra Prop of the Week. This week's prop focuses on Thursday night's NFL kickoff game between the Bills and Rams. Harry. What will be the total number for Josh Allen passing touchdowns plus Cooper cup receptions? And it's not three and a half. I'll tell you that much. Mm. Passing Ten. touchdowns, Cooper cup receptions. You're going Ten. three and seven, yeah. three and seven or two and eight. Three and seven. Doesn't matter. All right. To enter, tweet us your guest at extra points pod and add prop Swap using the hashtag Hashtag extra prop. You must be following both accounts to win. The winner gets a $350 bills to win the Super Bowl ticket, courtesy of PropSwap. Oh, I know a couple of you guys like that one. Go to propswap.com or download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, let's jump into the NFL. Trubisky, big news this morning, is starting for the Steelers. Um, Pickett, as of yesterday, was on, he was third on the depth chart behind Mason Rudolph. This is confirmed now, babyface, that Pickett is the backup, right? This is an obvious call, I think. But is that what I'm seeing right? Pickett now is the backup.
4: Yeah, I think this was a surprise to no one except for Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph is like, what the hell? How how did I end up here? But uh, no, I think this is the right decision. You've got Pickett waiting in the wings. This is the same thing that happened with Big Ben and uh, extra motivation to Trubisky to keep this job now.
0: Well, I'm curious to see your opinion on this, Parlay Kid. Before this all happened, and before they named him starter, I think this was a bad move by Tomlin. He is this a common thing? You let the team decide who the captain is, and they did this, and the team voted, and Trubisky was one of. I guess there's like five captains, but Trubisky is one of them, right? Um, I don't know about this. I mean, I guess I, this is the way to do it anyway. You start him until he gives you a reason not to start him, and then put Pickett in. But Allowing the team to vote for the captain creates a weird dynamic, I think.
1: Yeah, it certainly does. Uh, Obviously, Trubisky made a lot of friends there in Pittsburgh, had a really good training camp, must have shown a lot of some leadership ability. Sal, you and I are really the only two Trubisky supporters on any type of platform. Mm -hmm. Um, We think he's been uh, much maligned uh, and is actually better than he gets credit for. And maybe he has a chance here to prove us right again. Um, but a little strange dynamic for the uh, for the coaches to allow that, um, especially uh, when there could be some pressure if the season doesn't start well. Uh, you're going to bench your captain now of the team. right. Um, I, I don't know if that was the right move, but, you know, quarterbacks normally uh, in a lot of cases are looked to as the leaders of the team. And um, a lot of times when voted by their peers, I mean, they, they, they they get the nod there, so.
0: Well, well um, I mean, what if they had voted Pickett? What if they? Had, what worse yet? What if they had voted Rudolph as captain? Then you got hmm. what if Mason Rudolph's the greatest guy in the world and just as That's, effective as these other two going into the season? What do you? What do you do then? Then it's. I'm just saying it might have well, worked out the way it was going to work out anyway with Trubisky starting, but you really leave yourself up. Open for some uh, weird shit They certainly let the do. team vote. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's do our, I mean, we've been talking about football for months and months, long before everybody else really getting into the nitty, nitty gritty of division wins and props and go back and listen to all that stuff. So now we're down. Brother Brian, what do we have left? We have like just a few awards to cover and we have our Super Bowl predictions. And then I think we've pretty much covered like almost all the mainstream stuff, right? Yep. Yep. We pretty I, much I, have I ca- every I'm, I'm prop. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's specials out there. Yeah, like, uh, I I don't know. Like, uh, you know, we have most wins. We have least wins. I'm pretty sure we covered all that. Obviously, you could get adjusted lines on anything at this point. But let's do our Super Bowl predictions. Here we go. Let's get a drum roll here, Mikey Meatballs. Oh, that sounds good. Exact Super Bowl predictions. And mine for this year is the Green Bay Packers to defeat the Buffalo Bills. Now, listen, so many people are taking the Bills, and I do think this team makes a long run, and I don't think they lose a, a stupid game like they did in Kansas City last year. Um, the NFC, though, is tough to pick. I, I still like our Cowboys parlay kid, but, you know, they're going to have a little bit of trouble. I don't know how far they make it, taking a chance on the Saints and the NFC South and against Tampa. Uh, the Rams should be good again, but always tough to repeat. The Packers, this is Aaron Rodgers' year. I say this after two MVPs. All this crap about O-line issues and the loss of Devontae Adams, I'm not buying it. I think they're going to be there in the end. The Vikings will test them. They'll be smarter, though, this year in the playoffs, the Packers. I really like that Rich Passaccia move. He's going to shore up that special teams unit. Why take the NFC over the AFC in this case? Well, I think it's better odds, 48-1. to So, Bryce, stay with me with the math. Harry, you too. If you put $20,000 on 48 to 1, you stand to win $960,000. So even if you think the Bills are going to beat the Packers in the Super Bowl, even if the Bills are favored (laughs) by a field goal, I would bet the Bills' money line and essentially win $375,000 either way. So I just basically told you how to win $375,000. Harry,
2: you let everyone know how they could lose. Go ahead. What's your Super Bowl matchup? Yes, at 290 to 1. 290 to one. Ooh. Ooh. The Vikings to take down the Chargers. <laughs> now, I know, Sal, you just mentioned it's supposed to be Buffalo's year, uh, but probably the most jinxed franchise, not just in football, but all of sports, never works out for them. I love this team this year, but it never works out. And two, just two of Buffalo's 11 wins last year were against playoff teams. I love what the Chargers did on defense. Hold Bring on, the J. Chargers Jackson. aren't a
0: Jinx team. The Vikings aren't a Jinx team. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, listen, uh, listen. Are uh, you just saying? You know, we'll just file say. that under. Just saying. Well, okay. You
2: know, <laughs> uh, and yeah, file that under. Right. Sure. And the Chargers on D. I Love the JC Jackson and the and the Khalil Mack pickup. uh, Herbert ninety three hundred yards in two seasons. A plus forty four touchdown to interception ratio last year. They picked up Sony Michelle a week and a half ago. Eight hundred and fifty yards last year. Backing up Austin Eckler. Um, Everybody knows how I feel about Cousins and Jefferson and the yes, rest of the Minnesota do. offense. Um, it's a Darius Smith, Hunter, both healthy, now on Minnesota. Uh, Green Bay, I think, takes a huge hit with Adams here. Dallas can't win in the postseason. Uh, either can Green Bay lately. Tampa Bay has o, O-line issues. And with respect to the Rams, no one really ever repeats. So Vikings charges. 290 all right. Lord,
0: to 1. It's hard to argue with 290 to 1. I have both those teams making the playoffs, but as wild card uh, contenders. So I know, uh, but almost 300 to 1. Pretty damn good. Uh, Parlay kid, go go for it with the Chargers again. Uh, winning the Super Bowl, not as as high, but you got the Rams, uh, the uh, defending this, champs Sal? back there. Yep.
1: An all LA Super Bowl mm-hmm. with two Dayton coaches right mm. there. Nice. Right? Brandon Staley and McVay. Right. I mean, he's not a Dayton grad. He's a Miami of Ohio grad, but he was uh, grew up in Dayton. Um, this would make it a, a terrific Super Bowl. It's not far-fetched. I'll start with the loser here because I'm going to take the Chargers to beat the Rams at 85-1. to mm-hmm. The Rams, look, let's look at the NFC. Um, if anything, the Rams are the, the, the champs, and they have improved. There isn't one of the other contenders back from last year that I would say on paper have improved. The Cowboys have not improved. Um, the Packers technically, really, have not improved.
2: Right. You don't count. Cl- um, you don't cl- You don't count Philly as a contender. Then.
1: I don't. I don't. Um, the rest of the uh, the uh, Tampa Bay has not improved, and the mm-hmm. rest of the NFC West has not improved. I still I'm think like the Rams are the class of this team, and McVay not going to allow a letdown. I I think they have a team that's a real focused team. So I think, I think they're still the best team in the NFC. And I think just the chargers here in the AFC, this is going to be a battle. This AFC to me is wide open. Uh, I know everybody's jumping on the bills. Um, You know, maybe, maybe their time was last year. Maybe that was their time and they didn't capitalize. I'm rolling the dice on an ultra talented team that traditionally fails in the big spot. All right. Say the chargers get it done this year. Eighty-five to one, the Chargers over the Rams, all LA Super Bowl in Arizona. Two Dayton guys, let's go. I think this well, could, I think it could happen. Eighty-five to only one. one there's me. only
0: one problem with this pick, uh, parlay kid, and that's I think, babyface, this is Damashek's pick too. I know he's got Ooh. it all. I think he's got an all LA Super Bowl. I don't know if he has the charge. I don't know what. I think he has the Chargers winning it. Am I right? Or was that last year? He definitely Mikey, had, yeah. he definitely had it last year. It was the, oh, maybe uh, it was last year. Okay, all right. Maybe it's last year and this year. I'm trying to figure it
4: out. Yeah, I, I, oh I, I've heard him on minus three. I, but, hope, all right. I
1: hope he does. It. But, uh, but oh, the, Dayton, the all
4: Dayton Co- coach Super Bowl sounds better. So yeah, right, exactly. Well, that's probably Heck what they yes. end
0: up calling it. You know, <laughs> <right>, uh, <laughs> Merchandising does, does it really?
1: Hey, no college has produced more Super Bowl uh, winning teams uh, than Dayton in terms of Chuck Noll four and Gruden. Is that Stanley true? could make oh, it. Oh, wow. I don't think it's right. any college that's five Super Bowls. What college has uh, coach? Uh, you know? Uh, I see. Uh, right? It's got to be a, the record.
2: I don't I don't uh, keep and Stanley, track and I Stanley's no going to get one yeah.
1: or two in his career.
2: hmm Wait, well, Chuck Fires. Knowles from, coached at Dayton? He what? played at Dayton? Yeah, he, or no, he
1: played at Dayton. He, he graduated at Dayton? from New huh. Dayton. Hmm. Yep. Actually, I'm so saying so now, um, so Lombardi, Lombardi,
0: Lombardi, Landry, and Pete Carroll, all from University of Phoenix, I'm saying now. That's just a minute. Thanks for that baby face and no idea. Uh, no. Uh, all right. Well, if anyone could dispel that, I don't, I don't, I don't think the parlay kid is wrong. That's a lot. There's a lot of legends right there. All right. Well, brother Bry, the aforementioned Eagles are in there with the uh, bills. What odds you get for this Bills yeah, I'm, winning this game. I'm yep. taking the bills to
3: beat the Eagles at 80 to one. Look, we all, we all really like the bills. I think even though you guys are giving the charges, everybody likes the bills, right? Mm. Uh, you know, they were, Probably the best team at the end of the year last year, even though they didn't win it. Right, defensively, they're going to be even better. Right, they bring in Von Miller, they draft the kid Elam, who was one of the best cornerbacks in college. You know, they'll get Tre'Davious White back at some point. Kid Russo and Oliver are only going to get better. They're still two young studs on the defensive line, uh, so the defense has a chance to be scary. Now you pair that with their offense. Right, you gotta mm-hmm. love the addition of James Cook. He does a lot of, he'll do a lot of things for them out of the backfield when he gets in there. Uh, so just love love the Bills, all in on the Bills this year. Now the NFC. Now the NFC to me, I don't know, it's weird to say this. <laughs> I mean, the AFC is really wide open, but I feel like the NFC is really wide open in terms of, although when you look at it, you're like, wait, there's maybe only, there's only six teams that seem like they could win it, but it's it's very wide open. Right. And well, I'm, this
0: time last year, we would have said that if we were counting the teams that have a chance, we wouldn't have listed the Bengals. I'm pretty sure. Right.
3: Right. Probably, no, right? no, so it's no we, only Harry would have only Harry would have
0: um, <laughs> not but, at this point.
4: Yeah.
3: But that's yeah. the thing, right? Yeah. You look at, you know, you're looking at Rams, Tampa Packers, right. And then you're like, uh, but you know, to me, the Eagles in terms of upside, in terms of odds, mm. I look, I have my doubts on the Eagles with certain things, but if Hertz is good, if Hertz is good this, this season, they're going to be very good. That team's a-
0: got to do a turnout turnaround like Josh Allen did from year two to year three Go, He has to increase 10% accuracy, right? I mean, it's, right. it's not well, his it accuracy incredible is, how he did it. His then.
3: accuracy. Yeah. I mean, his accuracy is not necessarily there, but if he is good, this team will be very good. I mean, they added a ton of great pieces on offense and defense. Mm-hmm. I think everybody else likes that, you know, their skill t- you know, th- just everything about that team, other than the quarterback coach, but if if Hurts right. is good, they're going to be very good. And I do think they're going to make the playoffs. I do think in that NFC, I do think anything can kind of happen there. I mean, we've seen what the Saints have done to Tampa two in recent yeah. years. So
2: even spotty passing by him, he can make up for it with his legs.
3: Yeah. So I, I do think like the Eagles, to me, have a little bit more upside. Like them and the Cowboys might be about even, but I do think – there's a little bit more upside there with the Eagles. So it builds to beat the
0: Eagles at 80 to one. All right. Well, uh, I mean, uh, look, these are monster, monster, monster odds. We talk about like comeback player of the year and say, Hey, you can get this guy at 16 to one. If you're getting like 80 to one for some of these matchups, you might as well just, you could, you could have a fun year, just putting in like 20 of these 290 to one for Vikings chargers Mm -hmm. do like 15 or 20 of these and uh, just sit back and, and watch. But of course I will not be doing that. I have (laughs) uh I have a lot of big plans after the Nationals destroyed me this week against the Cardinals <laughs> and the Phillies. But um, there you go. All right. So MVP. We're gonna uh, we'll post that in a graphic. Those are our Super Bowl picks. I have the Packers beating the Bills forty eight to one. Harry has the Vikings beating the Chargers two ninety to one. Parley Kit has an all L A. Super Bowl Chargers over Rams eighty five to one. And Brother Bry has the Bills defeating the Eagles eighty to one. Now MVP. Now Bry. We always used to say uh, as, as late as last year. Take. The Chiefs to win the Super Bowl at six to one. Take Mahomes to win MVP at six to one. In the next three years, that'll pay off. The Super Bowl odds one is a little trickier now. I feel like there's a lot more contenders in the AFC. You're gonna have to get lucky to get that in the next five years. I think Mahomes as MVP is gonna happen. It's happened four years ago in 2018. Crazy now it's, it's four years up. ago. Yeah, right? It's it's bumped up to eight to one now. And you know, that was that was my theory, like bet Mahomes at 5 to 1, 6 to 1, you'll win within 3 years. I just think this is a great investment. I have the Raiders winning the division, but I think if Mahomes puts up gigantic numbers and they're a double digit win team, like I feel they will be, he's going to be in the running with 3 weeks a month left. Also, oh. lots of visibility for this team. So if they win 10 or 11 games, not that he ever lacked it, they have primetime games home for the Chargers at bucks, home for the Raiders, home for the Titans and at the Broncos. Plus, they play the Bills and the Bengals. You know, he's going to be delivering his wizardry in front of a lot of eyes. He's going to be up there. And I don't think Tyree Kill is going to make a huge difference. I'm prepared to be wrong. But Mahomes has thrived in certain situations without him in the past. I like him at 8-1 to odds. Parley Kidd, he was the 2018 winner. You have the 2019 winner. Imagine, I looked at it, I was like, wow, Lamar Jackson won an MVP more recently than Patrick Mahomes. But that's the case.
1: Yeah. And if you look back at that year with Lamar Jackson, uh, 1200 yards rus- rushing, only 3,100 yards passing, but 36 touchdown passes to six interceptions. So he was able to make up, uh, you know, his passing stats there with the touchdowns mm-hmm. and I look Lamar did not have uh, his best year last year. He was hurt, um, 2,600 yards, missed some games, uh, close to seven, uh, almost 800 yards rushing, but, look, this team is going to go as far as Lamar Jackson takes them. And I think the Ravens are going to be a very good team this year. Uh, And who's going to get the credit if they're good? It's Lamar, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of like the way Mahomes uh, right now kind of has like a no-name receiving crew. You talk about no-name receiving crew, uh, that's the Ravens. And yet Lamar still, I think, will put up his numbers. I think he'll approach those numbers from – Uh, 2019, I think this will be his most passing yards. I can see him throwing for about 3,500 yards, uh, getting uh, you know 30-plus touchdowns, at least through the air. But running the ball, the guy is not shy about running the ball, and that's what I respect about him. Um, He knows his legs are uh, an integral part of his game, and I think he's going to rush for it as long as he's playing in all these games, and health is the most important thing when it comes to this bet too. Mm -hmm. You know, he's going to go 1,000 yards plus plus rushing the ball. So, you know, you combine all that, Ravens having a really good season without a lot of studs surrounding him offensively. It just makes him look better. Uh, yeah. And I just think he's just such a dynamic player. One of my think, favorite players to watch. I think
0: we have he the same reasoning. We have the same reasoning. Not great. Yeah. Um, and Lamar's sucked behind the eight ball more than Mahomes is, I think, in terms of receiver talent. Yeah. But And he's only expected to have 24 and a half touchdown pass. So if he does have closer to 30, I think you're in I think good he shape. Gets there. Yeah. With the with that one, I should read the odds um right here as a uh, Josh Allen is the favorite to win. What was he eight to one? Bry, you're gonna get him at eight to one, seven to one, one MVP, seven, seven to one. Yeah. Mahomes and Brady are eight to one. I made a case for why it can't be Brady. I mean, he had better stats than than uh, Aaron Rodgers last year in a, in a year that everyone hated Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers still won. So there's too much Brady fatigue right there. Justin Herbert, who will get to his nine to one Rodgers, two time winner back to back. 10 to 1 and borrow 12 to one. But Bry, sell us on Josh Allen. You don't have to sell us too much, but um Yeah. It just gets I mean, again, better, I I right?
3: yeah, I told you I'm all in on all in on the Bills this year. I, I mean we had uh-huh. talked about that, right? Mahomes, Giannis, it seems like those guys every couple of years are gonna win one. Although I never thought when well, we said that at first, I never thought there would be quarterbacks that were comparable to Mahomes after watching him. And then you watch uh-huh. Allen and you're yeah. like, there's games where you're like, oh my God, Allen is is better than Mahomes, right? At at times, at times. I I think they're the equivalent of each other. I will say, I think to win this award, right, it's going to be a quarterback, but you probably have to lead your team to the number one seed. I do think Mm -hmm. the Bills end up with the one seed here in the AFC. Um, And, you know, Allen, like, Allen earlier, even in the mid part of the season last year, was kind of up and down. His interceptions were a little high, but he should cut back on that this season. He still did average between, you know, Passing and rushing, he still has averaged over 5,000 yards in the last two seasons, has thrown and run for over 40 touchdowns in each of the last two seasons. So I think the the reason I'd be most excited is the playoffs last year, right? He was, yeah. I mean, he looked like a video game. There was nothing, I mean, everything seemed easy. He completed 77% of passes, nine touchdowns, no picks in those two games. So again, didn't seem like he was human. So I, I do think he builds on that. Um, from last year, just continues to improve, and again, I'm all in
0: on the Bills this season, so I, I like them at seven to one. I want. I was look, thinking that when you said that, you have to be the number one seed quarterback of right. the number one seed. Well, I think you're right. For the last, it's been for a while, right?
3: And Rogers. It's at least the,
0: five years because I'm looking at this now. So Rogers for sure, twenty-one. Rogers for sure, twenty. Lamar and nineteen. They were a yeah. one seed, right? When they got bounced, Mahomes was in eighteen. Yep. Brady and 17. I'm not, no, I'm not positive. sure. Not Ryan sure wasn't in 16. Cause you know who the number one seed was in 16. Freaking Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> and yeah, there you go. But Ryan was 11 and five that year. But, uh, uh, let me just, let me just check the 17, 18. Yeah. Patriots were 13. Uh, Patriots and Steelers were 13 and three. Mm. So Patriots were one that, that year. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think, so. think you yeah. can't right? Steelers gonna, Jaguars beat him. Okay. All right. So that's that. Uh, what do we got? Oh no, Harry. All right, Harry.
2: Go ahead. You got the Chargers all over the place, right? Yeah, I do. Uh, and I debated this all weekend between Justin Herbert. You at did nine to one? Were you in the were you in the swimming pool debating, or where were you <laughs> debating in just Herb in my head debating between Herbert and Cousins at forty to one. But I, I still, I, even though I think Cousins is going to be fantastic, I'm going to go Herbert nine to one. It seems like I think maybe whatever quarterback survives uh, and wins uh, the AFC West. Uh, gets maybe a bonus towards the MVP, maybe. And I got that going to Herbert. Sky's the limit for him in and in, in, in L.A. 17, 17 of his first 32 games in his career, he's passed for 300 yards or more. And to show how incredibly smooth and mature he is, 17 of his first 32. Aaron Rodgers' first two full seasons at Green Bay had nine. And for all Josh Allen has done, and Brian, made, Brian just nailed uh, his analysis on Allen Cold but on Allen it took him 29 games to record his first 300-yard game. Herbert has been fantastic in these two seasons. 35 touchdowns a year average of 77 total in these two seasons. 5,000 yards last year and he has solid wide receivers, very good offensive line. I'm we'll going Herbert 9 to 1.
0: This had the most movement I think. I think I saw it 10 to 1, 11 to 1, it might have been 12 to 1 somewhere now all the way down to 9 to 1. They haven't even Played a game. Um, so there you go, Harry. One interesting thing. Now, we did long shot MVPs a few weeks ago, and I took Jameis. You know, I'll put a few bucks on Jameis. Harry took Kelsey. Uh, Darren, who did you take? I, I know Bri took Lawrence, which, you know, it's a stretch, but it's a quarterback. You're in the game if you have a quarterback. Darren, who did you have? Did you have? Oh, Did you have like Jonathan Taylor or a cup? You had cup, right? Did I? Was it? Was I, it I,
1: think I think it was, was the McCaffrey. Too.
0: Oh McCaffrey, I, think, I don't I know. think it was Cup. I think it was Cup
3: that there. And then. Was cup, it Cup? I think, think so. it's yeah.
0: Yep. Um, And so you could still obviously get those guys, uh, but uh, Harry had Travis Kelsey and gave us an earful of why it was going to happen and he was going to be great and Mahomes was not going to be great and the Chiefs were not going to be great either. But uh, if Kelsey has a year, yeah. which was not even then he he laid out the numbers that Kelsey would have to get and they weren't even close to Cup's numbers. From last year, in which Cup didn't receive a vote, <laughs> but whatever, it goes on and well, on. May, yeah, go ahead.
2: All right, may yeah. I add that I didn't say he was going to win. I said how he could win it. I didn't say right. he was. I said how he could, and that made sense.
0: It didn't make sense because I showed you Cup had, you know, comparable numbers in getting vote. Uh, anyway, okay. So but here's also, the update. But on also, this. he yeah. doesn't
2: have Hill with him anymore.
0: Sure. Right. OK. And also, <laughs> I got a message from Ben Kelly, your favorite, and said, hey, I messaged Harry and asked him what he thought about the over under on Kelsey. It's a thousand fifty and a half yards. I told Harry, Kelsey has gotten at least eleven twenty three every year. I said, this is a lock of the year. Harry told me he wasn't sold on it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> not sold on it. So wow. he's not wow. Just, get I was stating that. You gotta uh, you gotta account for Hill not being you know, there and double teams. on Kelsey and Kelsey. Maybe gets like, hurt. What? Was it your Smoking pick mirrors. or not? Was
0: it a pick or not? Like if you think he's gonna win MVP, he's got to have over. I stated away how
2: he yard. could be, not that he was going. <laughs>
0: yeah, but then you then
1: you yes, still but you have to endorse it a little bit. Yeah, this. exactly.
2: Yeah, uh, that you was just giving me like shit, so one- I had to fire back. Yeah, <laughs> okay.
0: Babyface, am I losing? Uh, Am I losing my mind here? Did Harry hit his head on the pool or in the, in the deep end? I'm not sure. What did he do? You do? Uh,
4: too, many, too many gummies. I don't know. <laughs> he's got to cover both ways. This is yeah. story, right. So this is, this makes sense.
0: Yeah. Okay. So for those of you still listening, and I don't imagine it's a lot of you, Kelsey is going to win the MVP as a chance. He's going to blow out all these records uh, and, and better than he's done um, any year, but not as good as who didn't receive a vote, but be wary of the 1,050 and a half over on the yards.
2: I think that's <laughs> what I'm hearing.
0: I don't know. All right. Let's let's uh, let's talk college. And we're going to hit the rest of the awards tomorrow and Thursday. Oh, I can't believe how close we are at college. Uh, I don't know. What do you guys want to talk about? Clemson beat Georgia Tech last night. That game sucked. Not for you, bro. You got a miracle cover, right, at the yeah. end there? I mean, yeah, there was I, no offense I, of I
3: live bet the I live bet them after the pick on the first play. And it jumped from like yeah. 24 and a half to or 23 and a half to 25 and a half. And yeah, uh, yeah, I was lucky. I I mean, I, you know, I thought on that, that last drive, I mean, they didn't need the touch. They could have just run out the clock pretty much if they wanted to, but they were still, you know, it's kind of Clemson's MO. They were still trying to, Run up the score if they could there. So that last touchdown right. I benefited
0: from. Uh, you're sure. like, DJ, you, he may have to sit. This is ridiculous. And, well, uh, I still th- think he, he didn't didn't still, he to still, to still wasn't good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. He's, good. Yards. He's not doing it on the ground no. at all, right? Uh, no. So I don't know. And they have that top. That they had that kid, you know, the, the backup QB is supposed to
3: be
2: phenomenal. He's from so. Texas, so. Yeah. Right. How about Stetson Bennett? I mean, everyone's down on him, down on Georgia. I mean, Bo Nick sucks. I mean, B- Bennett just tore him apart. 25 and right. 31, 81%, yep. 368 and three touchdowns. He's the star of the weekend. Yeah,
0: that it's game sucked. You wanted Oregon to get rolled a little bit, but um, nothing. Nothing at all. Yeah, DJ, you one thing. 13 rushes, 28 yards. This is not, he's out of the Heisman. <laughs> he's 40 to one right now. So uh, it may not, but Bennett, like you said, uh, 20 to one, Harry. Yeah, they took care of business. They're going to be tough again. Ohio State beat Notre Dame. That was a game for a minute. We don't have Eddie Spaghetti, so this isn't going to be much uh, fun talking about it. Um, 21-10 final? Was that what it was? Uh, yeah, I, was the, I, I was thought there. all these games were boring, Sal. So. I yeah. thought they were boring football games. I mean, Well, the
1: okay. ending was Com- good. Semi-competitive. Right. The, the ending OSU was fantastic, was good.
0: but... Yeah. The, I, I was on a tram, and I was watching UNC Appalachian uh, State. That was amazing. That was uh, 40 there you points... Go. I had UNC plus two and a half. 40 points in the fourth quarter. Where the hell did you see that? You know what that, that reminded me of? 40
2: points for App State, 62 App total. App State, right. Exactly. That reminded me. Three like, touchdowns if, in the last 31 seconds. If uh-huh. you were playing Madden
3: and, like, you were just blitzing right. the shit out of everybody or you were playing some, like, crazy crazy yeah. defense and they just kept getting burned for big plays after big plays it was amazing the one pass to the I think it was the running back out of the backfield. there was no like
2: nobody oh, around. just over just, just over yeah I will uh, I will yeah. say this about guys too I did have a by the way another kind of bed ache where I had uh, a $40 money line parlay Wyoming plus 205 winner UTSA mm-hmm. which should have won and App State scores 61 on the money line and I lose Right. Yeah, that
0: sucked though. That sucked. That sucked, it it. sucked for their fan. Good for Tate Frazier. Good job, uh, Coach Mac. And uh, but th- that was the biggest crowd they ever had, right? App State, like like forty five thousand fans or something. Nice. Yeah, it's just awesome. crazy. Just crazy. Um, and I guess we should mention, um, college football expanded to twelve teams. I don't think we got to talk about it. Too many. Right. Uh, eight. Eight is a good number for me. I would take six. Twelve is a lot. Um well, but I think we get the, sure. the same four no matter what. It gives us an extra I, weekend of uh, of playoffs. Well, playoff yeah, so you betting, know what, right? to That's me,
1: a, I'm not sure yeah. if there's a difference between eight and twelve because the mm-hmm. top four aren't playing. They're going right, to get a bye. They get a buy. right? right. right. Yeah. So it's you know you really got eight in the first round. They're going to cut mm-hmm. it to eight after that round. So you know eight, play, eight You know eight teams playing in that round one. Four, four winners. Yeah, you're go just on giving those. The you're giving
0: the, the big the big dig on it is that you're giving a three loss team a chance to win it all, but it's not like it's really not likely. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I don't think I
3: I think you had, I think you had to go either six or 12. I think Mm -hmm. think you had to go six or 12 because eight, you probably, you want to give some like the top two or four teams, some type of benefit from this. Mm-hmm. Uh, some type of buy. So, yeah. So I thought, it, yeah, six or no. 12. I thought six would have been better, but 12
0: fine. Whatever.
1: Yeah. I, so, you know what? I think we're going to enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, we're sure. going to yeah, yeah. it All for
0: more no. bet on. Yeah. I, I didn't yeah. map it out to see what it would have looked like last year, but, you know, we would get, um, who would we have gotten in a game? I can't even remember. Uh, I can't even. So we would have gotten like, you know, Oklahoma, I'm trying to think about Michigan, Ohio State. Minnesota. So Ohio State. Texas, Tennessee, who would have been in last year? I'm not even, I can't even like Wisconsin, uh, maybe it seemed like Wisconsin would have been in there in that first round against like Texas A&M. Texas A&M would have been in there Yeah, like that could have been a first round matchup or something like that. Yeah. Right. It's fun. It's all fun uh, for me. Yeah. Let's talk uh, Utah. I mean, that's the other thing though, with the Pac-12, like they may be at a playoff contention um, by the end of September. It really could. <laughs> it would. It was a, That was an ugly showing by Utah and Oregon, and you know we don't know uh, USC yet because they just uh, beat up on a cupcake. But it could be a. Uh, could be some yeah. lean times for what's left of the Pac-12. All right, let's go to baseball. Actually, let's go to tennis real quick. Berrettini lost that last set. Jesus Christ! Oh, was he up five one. It's five, nah, it was at least four the one. Oh,
3: sorry, Sal. putting
0: yeah. you out of your misery there, Sal. It's fine. <laughs> it's
1: fine. Let's That's just talk it.
0: tennis right now. So, Parlak <laughs> and I are out. Our, our guy and our gal are out. Casper uh, Rudd just knocked out Berrettini. I'm done. Harry, who do you still have left?
2: I have on the women's. I got Jessica Pagula at 21 to 1. She's lost just one set. Plays Iga Swiatek, uh, uh, the number one seed in her next match. Um, and What's it's that two, on? one, one and lines? two against her lifetime. So, she has taken her down. So, yeah. and Pagula lost her first set. I mean, I mean, uh, Swiatek lost her first set against the German girl. Yesterday, so it could happen.
0: Minus 215 for Sweet Attack. Pagula plus she, 176.
2: Yeah, Swiatek hasn't even, she hasn't
3: even really been good. So you got a shot there.
0: Brian, you have your men's and your women's. I got uh, winner alive, and it's two, going into Tuesday yeah, afternoon quarter, or night. We made right? the
3: quarterfinals. Yeah, yeah Sabal, uh, Sabianca, uh looked good. She was terrible in the first set and then battled back to beat Collins yesterday. And then Alcaraz won a five-setter last night. So I think they both, the way the draw is, that, I mean,
0: they both have shots to win it. So I'll take that. Alcaraz minus 192 over center uh next match. That'll and be a good match. uh Sabalenka minus one thirty seven over uh Puskova. So that's mm-hmm. fun. All yeah. right. Paula kid, you hate this. You're calling these people prima donnas. I don't know what you expect. You want you want them to wear uh helmets and you want them to use a lacrosse ball? I'm not sure no. what you, you want out of this. No, yeah. but like
1: it's the whole etiquette. Look, put it this way, right? Um you know, it's kind of like golf, right? There's the same etiquette rules, Sure. right? And about the way people, you know, it's like Kyrgios is not very well liked uh, amongst like real tennis purists because mm-hmm. he's, you know, just very, um, uh, you know, whatever you want to say. I love it. I love it. I think tennis, I think golf, I think they need more personalities in these sports. And I, I think they'd be, you know, whether you want to call them fringe, I these are more than fringe sports. They make a lot of money. But I just think this, the teams, it's like, look, you know when you watch, like, Happy Gilmore? And yeah. you're like, man, I really wish there was a golfer <laughs> like that on the tour. Like, personality-wise. You know what I mean? You're like, "Yeah, I really wish there was a guy like I that. I do, too. It's the same. You know what I, I mean? It's the same intent. The etiquette. Like, you know, the, I'm, I'm watching this thing yesterday for a few brief moments. And, like, the cameras are zooming in on people. Who are distracting because they're coming down into their seats? Yeah. Well, like and like they're criticizing the ushers, it's like, oh man, are they really? What are the ushers doing? It's like right, you're right. kidding me.
0: Well, Serena's guys, mother was these, asleep, and I don't. No one said a word about that yeah, during her <laughs> you know last match. Yeah.
1: These people can play. Let the fans go nuts at these events. I, I think it's, loud. I'm
0: with you. Wimbledon, give maybe I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you a pass, but U S open when you're right next to the city feel like every day it's flushing that just, uh, let it loose a little bit. I, I think the reason is I, I'd like to see it more in golf. Cause I think it's, I, I think it it, it, it could, it could actually exist in the golf world. I think, I think people want to save their energy, right? Brother Brian, you can be like curious if everyone's like that, like it's an exhausting sport. I don't know how he does it. I don't know how huh. he has a temper tantrum after every point. And then is still able to continue on for three days. It is hours.
3: really amazing. It's a one sport, though. I mean, you see it in golf a little bit. It's a one sport you see guy, you see people having mental breakdowns, right? It's the only yeah. sport. They are screaming at themselves they're talking uh-huh. to themselves they look, There's they, look a reason like, for that. they look like lunatics you know but i guess that's part of it when you yeah, just but you play. don't see
0: boxers but, in between rounds i mean i guess they're exhausted too but you don't see them like yeah uh, oh like, i know
3: i don't know i don't know. not that it's, much at least yeah, yeah. it's crazy yeah. i mean it's it's funny the curio stuff uh, uh he's he's very fun to watch tiafo i'm glad I'm glad, yeah. he, I'm glad he won Good story. So fans yeah. can't
1: make noise while these people are serving. Pa- yeah. usually baseball players gotta hit a baseball. Right. They gotta throw a baseball.
0: Right. I mean, I'm what that's yeah. what I'm
1: saying. It's like the etiquette stuff. I just I I don't know. I I I don't I don't love it. I don't love it. It's I just feel like
0: it adds to the drama when it's really quiet and then it's not really quiet. I don't know. I guess it's just what I'm used to at this point. And they do it for golf too. Uh, John Ham uh, t- wants to bet TFO. Um, he asked what the odds were, and I said uh, even odds. If you're planning on kicking me out tonight, sixteen to one, you can have <laughs> if you <laughs> stick around. So that's right. he took me out on that deal. That's uh, that's tonight our West Coast fantasy draft. I would say I'm eleven to two odds to get kicked out, only because it's it's funniest. Hand had a good idea, by the way. Babyface, what was Hench's idea? You ran into him, and then he texted it to me. I kind of like this, Brian. I think you're going to like this too. What was it? Twelve teams, but only ten compete, and whoever comes in ninth and tenth is relegated, and eleven and twelve replace them. That's pretty good.
4: Yeah, no, I love that. Exactly. So there's you really have uh, something to to play for. He was more making it that those teams you you wouldn't want to get basically sent down. Yeah,
0: you're fighting the bottom dwellers are fighting it out at towards the end of the year. I kind of like that. I mean, it's just—it's like, like the not kickout bad. role, but no, um, you know, no one—not one, no, not, nothing personal. This is just—and that's John finish. Ham
1: is with Trevor, right, So, Right, by the way. Right. on that yep. team exactly. co- uh, Our pal Trevor.
0: Exactly. That's exactly wow. right. That's a good-looking
1: <laughs> so, uh, two guys and
0: one team. team. How does that
2: work? We both call Missouri them team guys. Both <laughs> Missouri guys. Yeah,
0: they are both from Missouri. <laughs> that's how they found each other. Uh, so True. there you go. All right, let's uh, quickly um, go through baseball and call it a day. Uh, Judge at 54, the Yankees won. Holy uh-huh. crap. Holy crap. He doesn't let up. His over-under, you know what it is? Parlay kid, what would you say it is at this point? So now there's how many games left? I mean, I don't a, know. a month from now, they're done, right? Is it 62 and a half, like his over-under? 61 and a half. Okay. 61 and a half. So you need, he needs two a week, even including this week, right? I think. Nobody's talking
1: happen. about it, but you know what they should be talking about. Left. Yeah, with Judge, and they mentioned this on the Yankee game yesterday. and It's true.
0: Twenty-seven. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, he's
1: not too far off the triple crown right now. He's he's like 16 points of his batting average. I mean, he'd have to go up like it'd be almost it'd be well, very hard. But
0: no, he could get
1: it to 310 if he can get it to 310. Mm-hmm. And some the other guys come down. It's probably not happening. No, I'll but it's be. not out of the full realm of possibility, but it probably is because teams are not, why would you pitch to Judge right now? He he should be walked just every time because nobody else is doing anything in that lineup. Well, Stan
0: was supposed to help that out, but he's been crap, He is the MVP
1: to end all MVPs, (laughs) Judge. This is like when Bonds was winning. Like, he is, like, nobody's had a more... Of a of uh, an impact on their team than Aaron Judge.
0: I was don't looking worry. at uh, Otani. I'm like, maybe I'm making too much of this pitching thing. and It's like comparing it to Babe Ruth. Like Babe Ruth only did what he did this year once. Like, and it was like nine and seven or something. Um, but all right, I, I'm I'm gonna stick to Otani. But uh, <laughs> J- J- Paul, I could just say he's he's gonna lead in home runs and RBIs. Why do I have to bring the average into it? No one's making up sixteen Sitting over three hundred.
1: That's fantastic yeah. in today's baseball with a power. hitter. It's good. It's, it's good. amazing. So now.
0: You're going to win a division. Um, My team is blowing it. They lost two out of three to the Nationals. Mets now minus 280 to win a division. Braves plus 220. Like I said, a game up the uh, Mets are. Atlanta's won five in a row. You know, to say that uh, because I'm watching closely because this is my race, but this is a very underrated Braves team. Everyone's like Yankees, Dodgers, Astros, Mets. Atlanta's the world champs. And, you know, they have a rookie of the year on the mound and they have a Cunha bat. Like, that's the difference between last year's team and this year's team, right? Basically, like, why we... Don't anyone well, count them out? Nobody's saying the, Yankees. Yeah. Well, when they say American point. League, they're saying it's going to come down to Yankees-Astros. When they say National League, they'll say Dodgers. No one brings up the Braves. Like I don't they, think
1: any Yankee the, fan the, feels like this division is won yet. The, I don't the, think there's any South. fan... That,
2: the yeah. Braves have murdered, murdered bad teams this year. They win every game. Well, so
0: that's that's what I'm counting on here because they have the Mariners. They have the A's a couple games here. Then they have the Mariners and the Giants and Phillies as a big uh, chunk of their schedule. And they have three against the Mets the next to last series of the year. But shit, I'm of course, I'm nervous here. This is garbage. One game up. Who knows what the, you know, Scherzer could throw three pitches next game. Be like, nah, I need to take a couple weeks off mm. here. So that's that. Let's give a pick. Tuesday, I'm going Cardinals. I'm betting against the Nationals. I am going to be penniless football season. That is my plan, brother Bri. I'm going to lose Learn. on the Cardinals four uh. more times before the weekend. or will lose on the betting against the Nationals. Minus one and a half, minus 118. Quintana against Espino. Espino, 0-6, fifty six ERA last seven games. Get those bats going, Redbirds. I'm going to double up on the Nationals until I win this one, please. And now, now they'll probably win by a run. And that'll be that. But I got minus 1.5, half, minus one eighteen. Brian, what do you like? You have a minus 1.5 in there, too.
3: Yeah, I'm giving my EP pick. I have the Astros minus 1.5. I like a lot of these minus one and a halves uh today. I debated the Phillies or the Astros, but going with the Astros, you know, Valdez has been phenomenal against the Rangers this season, only giving up three earned runs in 28 innings over four starts. He's beaten them in three straight. And this Rangers team, while their schedule has been very tough, I will say when you look at it, though, they've lost nine straight. Um, mm-hmm. so, I mean, the only thing you could say is the Astros have a six game lead on the Yankees, but there's still enough motivation at this point at home to extend that league. You know, I guess maybe they could technically still catch the Dodgers if the Dodgers fall apart at the end, but I doubt it. Um, but yeah, so I like the Astros to win big minus one and a half.
0: I'm looking for uh, like uh playoff odds. They don't have, you know, only three divisions. They let you bet yeah. on the Yankees are minor, or four the Yankees are minus 1100. Oh man. If the, if the, if the Royals could have pulled that out last night, Parley kid, the the White Sox would have been a game at back. Can you believe this? <laughs> what the make hell sense? are they doing?
1: Yeah, that division stinks. It just They're stinks. And really weird. White Sox, they I mean, stink.
0: You knocked out I the Twins. Care. The White Sox are plus three ten to win the Central. The the Guardians are minus one twenty. The Twins are plus two thirty. Um, all right, yeah. the Mets went up to three hundred, uh, and then the Cardinals are minus ten thousand. Yeah, I'm looking for. Uh, I'll look. I'll find um, playoff teams uh, in the next couple weeks. That'll be fun to talk about. Harry, what do you have for your EP pick or for your pick of the day?
2: How about the Blue Jays Orioles to go over eight and a half at minus 122. Toronto, at least four runs scored in eight straight games. Yesterday, they swept Baltimore Where uh, in the doubleheader. Ten runs were scored. Twelve runs were scored. Bo Bichette had three home runs in the second game. Since September, Bichette in five games, is 12 of 22, two doubles, four homers, and 12 RBIs. And on the hill for Toronto, Mitch White not finding it so easy in the AL and away from being on the Dodgers. With Toronto, he's had 23 innings, 18 earned runs with an ERA of over seven, and in his last two starts against the Cubs and the Angels, he gave up 13 runs combined in just 12 innings and 10 innings. Give me Uh over eight and a half Blue Jays in Oreo.
0: All right. There you go. We did it. We did an hour. Big news coming so you up. I didn't say get my. Didn't get my
1: baseball pick. No, that's I'm it,
0: parley kid. i I've had enough. Right. I can't take it. Yeah. No. I, I, oh, yeah, I've had doing. enough Go too. Ahead. Honestly, I
1: I was debating <laughs> on not saying anything, to
0: be honest, here, because give it to us. I know <laughs> we went over the tennis, and you're like, I'm. Done. I'm not bad enough. He's We've that done bad tennis.
2: right now. He's well, that. Do
4: we, I, we to,
1: I like yeah. the Rays minus one and a half at plus one thirty six over the Red Sox. Big pitching matchup. Uh, mismatch tonight. Drew Rasmussen of the the Rays. Uh, Ten straight starts, uh, three or less earned runs, facing going against Red Sox old man Rich Hill, uh, mm-hmm. who just is over the hill. Let's take the Rays minus one and a half at plus one thirty. What's
0: that series looking like now? That that so that's game four, right? Rays Red Sox. Uh, did they play three? What am I? Was this a two game series? What did I do? Oh, they
1: played yesterday. Oh, I know they that. played what? Tampa one yesterday. Know.
0: They play oh yesterday's Monday. I'm a mess. Yeah, yeah. I thought yesterday's yeah. Sunday. Okay, that's what's going yep. on. There you go. All right. Uh hey, does Pujols get to 700? It's even odds. No. I think he does. Say no. I don't think right? so. Brian,
2: no. you think Uh Darren, you I'm think gonna,
0: so? I'll say yes.
1: It's I can think people day. start
2: proving him some yeah. pitches here. Really? Um if he get if he say, gets five, if he gets five meatballs like Judge got yesterday for that home run, maybe. Oh,
0: there you go. There you go. I like it. <laughs> That
2: Mary's was right about down the middle already. with nothing on it, Darren. No, Holy zip shit, it, Harry! <laughs> on, Listen, Ryan. I'm not even slamming the Yankees. I'm not slamming Judge. I don't mind him, but that pitch was right down the middle with nothing on it.
1: Well, that's where when most people hit home runs, yeah, they're off mistakes. Uh, not that all ball's the time. Right <laughs> <down> <laughs> the no, no, there was not was nothing the pitch on that best pit. pitch.
4: Yeah, baby face. You know, you
1: 85 miles Judge
4: per hour. <laughs> there, there's no need to defend him. We partly kid is right. We've already made the case. I can't hear about Otani anymore. <laughs> and uh, and to prove you right, also I gotta go back. Parlay Kid knows more about Ohio coaches than a- anyone I anyone I've ever met. I think he's right. I looked it up. Dayton five, go figure. Miami of Ohio, three Super Bowls with Sean McVay, John Harbaugh, and Weeb Eubank. So, very wow, <laughs> with, uh, his knowledge. It's that. I also that, I also that,
2: watched that, Forensic. Wow. Fi- I also watched Forensic Files the other day, and two of the two of the uh, two of the episodes were killers, and they lived in Dayton. So I don't know. <laughs> there you go.
4: All right. You take the good with the bad, right?
0: Right, Right. Exactly. Wait, how
4: how many of those were Chuck Knoll that, that's very good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Staley killed a bunch of my parlays last year. I don't know if that counts, but all right. Kansas there you go. City. that'll do it. Another episode of Against All Odds for Mikey Meatballs for Babyface Joel Solomon and the Degenerate Trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping.